going on, everybody? This is Sports Talk with the Aliens, Episode 3. I'm Alex, that's Esports Alien on Instagram. And I'm Quinn, that's Sports Alien on Instagram, with a Z. Right, we're going to jump right into some NFL action from last week. Uh, starting off, we had the Packers and Vikings in a nice NFC North showdown. Uh, we previewed this game on the last week's episode of the podcast. Ended in a tie, 29-29. Yeah, what do you, what's your thoughts on ties in the NFL um, I don't I don't have a problem with ties. They've been part of the game uh, for a while, and I think there's ways around it. Like when overtime was 15 minutes, we didn't see ties this often. I think just bringing it back to 15 minutes should be fine. A lot of people that want uh, the NFL to have the games go until there's a winner, it's too violent of a sport for that. The only option I see besides you know having ties in the game would be to move to college-style overtime. Yeah, I, I agree with you in some points there. And uh, the only takeaways I really had from this game were uh, Aaron Rodgers still can sling it right now on his messed up leg. Uh, he said going forward he's not really sure how it's going to go as the season progresses. He's hoping it gets better instead of gets worse, but it has the possibility to do both. Right, and Daniel Carlson of uh, the Vikings missed two critical field goals in overtime. Uh, so that's big as well. Vikings still struggling in the kicking game. Uh, moving on now, we had a shootout in Pittsburgh uh, the Steelers fell to the Chiefs 42-37. to What do you think of Patrick Mahomes? Uh, Mahomes, obviously, looking great so far for the first two games of the season. Through 10 touchdowns, I believe it was an NFL record. Uh, most for a rookie through his first two games. Uh, so he's obviously looking real good. Looks like a high-powered offense there with Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill as well. Uh, Travis, can't forget about Travis Kelsey either. Uh, they're just uh, an elite offense right now in this league uh, through the first two games, but it is early. I, st- I actually do think they can keep it up, but that's just my opinion. What are you thinking? I think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the league for quite some time. I think that game was a little bit of the Steelers' defense uh, being not very good, as well as Mahomes you know, being good. Um, Steelers need to get things together, and I do agree with you that Chiefs can definitely keep this going, and I think that is going to be a high-powered offense for the rest of the season. Yep, um, and the only other takeaway I really had from this game was Big Ben can still sling the rock and he can still move on his feet. Uh, made the game interesting late, but the Steelers' defense is the critical thing that needs to be worked on right now. It's just looked absolutely horrible to start the first two games. Agreed. Uh, moving on now, the Browns had a, a rough go last week. They obviously won, so we're going to get into that game a little bit, but week two they lost a heartbreaker. Uh, Zane Gonzalez, who is no longer with the team, that was their former place kicker, Missed two extra points and two field goals, including a game-time field goal late in the fourth that would have sent the game to overtime. Uh, in the NFL, if you're missing two extra points, two field goals, and one so critical that it's going to send the uh, game into overtime, yeah, you're not going to be on the roster the following week. Yeah, and uh, the Browns actually had a chance to take the lead in that game late with that deep touchdown Tyrod Taylor threw uh, late in the game, and he missed the extra point there, which is obviously one of the critical ones you you just talked about. Uh, that's huge, huge miss because it could change the whole entire mindset of the Saints. Uh, obviously, they're thinking comeback. They want to get down the field and score, but having that one-point lead could could have been a different outcome. But obviously, he missed. So, Right, and we're moving on here to uh, the Jaguars and the Patriots. The Jags looked really good. They destroyed Brady and the Patriots. Blake Bortles was on fire. Uh, 377 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Jacksonville defense showed up against Brady as well with a fumble recovery and two sacks. Yeah, Jags' defense looked pretty good. Uh, they held Gronk to two, just two catches, I believe, 15 yards. That's obviously major, uh, especially 
for Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, you're used to seeing much higher numbers than that. Uh, but Blake Bortles literally looked one of the best like I've ever seen him. He was just slinging the rock. Uh, it seems like he was hitting on every pass. He was using his legs too. So he, he was doing it all. Uh, like you said, the four touchdowns, huge. Uh, outplayed Brady and the, um, the Patriots overall. So Yeah, if Bortles can keep that up, uh, that, that Jacksonville team is going to be scary and is probably going to win the Super Bowl. But I don't see Blake yeah. Bortles putting that stat line out there week after week. Uh, then the Sunday night football matchup was a NFC East showdown. Giants versus Cowboys. Um, nice bounce back game for Dak and Zeke. The Giants overall looked horrible. Uh, that Cowboys defensive line uh, that was terrorizing Eli Manning. Yeah, uh, obviously we learned the Giants O-line is confirmed trash. Uh, absolutely horrible performance, but um, going forward, I think that's going to be the downfall of this team. Uh, I expected them to probably put up a couple wins this season. I was thinking maybe six to seven going before the season started with the addition of Saquon and a healthy Odell, but Eli Manning's just getting too old, and that offensive line is, like you said, it's just atrocious right now. Agreed. And also we'll give a shout-out to Evan Ingram. Uh, won us the fantasy game that we co-own with that last touchdown of the uh, week. So th- yeah, I'm sorry, not the last touchdown of the week because it was a Sunday yeah, night game. No, last touchdown of the game. Last uh, touchdown of, garbage of time last touchdown. Sunday. Garbage time touchdown. Yep. Uh, gave us the fantasy win, so thank you, Evan Ingram. Yep, and that was huge for our league. Correct. Uh, now, what do you think about the, the Browns getting the W against the Jets? Oh, it was a actually pretty pretty good game. Which is really surprising because I expected this to be a horrible game, and it actually started off as a horrible game. Uh, I think they just kept trading three and outs and punting. Yeah, um, and obviously Baker Mayfield, uh, once he came in the game, uh, electrified that crowd. Yeah. Really uh, gave a different feel to the game. So Couldn't have been a better start for uh, Baker Mayfield in his career, and now Coach Hugh Jackson said that he doesn't know who the starter is. He has to review the film. I think he's just you know being courteous to Tyrod Taylor yeah, that's because that's Baker Mayfield's team now. Yep, absolutely. Going forward, I would 100% start Baker. Uh, I, I feel Tyra, I don't understand. He came in with confidence and control, and he did what he had to do. So congrats to Baker Mayfield, and congrats to the Browns. They uh, also got their Bud Light fridges unlocked. Yep, big for them. Moving forward, what did you think about the Browns trading Josh Gordon to the Patriots? I think it's pretty scary for the rest of the league. Uh, Josh Gordon, I think, can still play. And I just don't think Cleveland was utilizing him properly. I think they just ha- kind of had enough of his substance abuse issues, uh, his off-the-field problems. So I think they felt it was better for him to move away from the team. But uh, now Josh Gordon gets to go play with Tom Brady and the Patriots. So I think if he keeps his act together, he's going to uh, he's gonna uh, reap, the re- reap the rewards of that. Um, I think it definitely helps the passing attack for the Patriots, obviously. And I think Tom Brady and Josh Gordon are going to hook up a lot this year. So do you think... Josh Gordon asked Tom Brady if he could have a number 12. I don't think he bothered. And moving forward, what did you think about cornerback Vontae Davis retiring at halftime of the game last week? Uh, he let his team down. I know it was 28-6, to and I think it's really embarrassing that he just walked out at halftime, at least finished the game. He left, you know, gave some sort of excuse about how he knew it was time to hang him up. Okay, you know, you might realize in the middle of the game it's time to hang him up, so you hang him yeah. up after the game. You don't leave at halftime. That's disrespectful to uh your teammates, your coaches, and uh, a lot of people that are relying on you. Yeah, especially so. being a, uh, I believe, ten-year veteran in the league too. So, like, kind of leaves a bad example for uh, the younger guys, especially on the team. Maybe the, some practice squad guys or rookies who are maybe looking up to him a little bit, because uh, he does have that veteran presence on the defensive side. So, agree. Uh, hate to see it, but 
Uh, Bills are obviously looking like they're going to go in 16 anyway, so can't really blame them. Yeah, we'll see about that. It's going to be tough to do that, but uh, if anyone can do it this year, very well could be them. Uh, so what about the Fitzmagic in Tampa Bay? You gonna uh, if, if Jameis Winston's coming back after this week, after this game on Monday night against the Steelers, uh, who are you starting? Is it dependent on how Fitz, Fitzpatrick does on Monday, or you does he have the job, or is it still Winston's job? For me, uh, it depends for this game on Monday. I just think he has to just play average, and he'll keep the starting role. I think they'll keep rolling with him. Uh, but if he absolutely craps the bed, throws like three interceptions, like loses a fumble or something, like some like tragic game for him, that's that's when I think they might just ro- roll over to Winston. So uh, we'll see what happens. I think he's going to do all right because our defense obviously isn't going to get that much better over one week. The Steelers' defense, that is, I don't think they're going to get that much better over one week, but I, I'm hoping they don't give up another like 42 points or something this game. Yeah, I agree. Um, for the most part, I think Fitzpatrick should have the job unless it's a catastrophic game. I think he could even have a bad game, and you still give him the yeah. I'm saying a real bad game, right? But uh, I don't think Winston's that good of a quarterback. Honestly, I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston within the NFL, uh, unfortunately. So I, I think Fitz. I don't know if Fitzpatrick is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I would have never thought that. I, to be honest, I thought Winston was better than him, but. The way things are looking, I think I think it like like we were both saying, unless it's an absolutely horrible game, uh, I think he's with his performance in the first two. I think he's earned the start for at least this coming week and then the week after that, before just giving it right back to Winston. Yeah, and it seems like the team's behind him too. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's one hundred percent behind him. him. Uh, yeah. came out wearing Deshaun Jackson's clothes in the pressers. Pretty funny. Right. Uh, but moving on here, uh, AB obviously the drama filled Steelers right now said trade me on Twitter. He skipped work on Monday. Uh, they had a podcast interview, and they said Tomlin did discipline A.B., uh, but they'll keep the punishment in-house. He is in the game plan for this Monday night, which I think as he should. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, A.B. is obviously a world-class player, um, probably the best player in the league. Uh, you, you don't suspend him or whatever. I don't know if anyone's saying that that's what should be happening, but some sort of discipline may or may not have happened in-house. I think it's embarrassing that this kind of stuff keeps happening for our Steelers, and I think it all goes away if they get a win on Monday night. Yeah, and expect A.B. to go off this game. I really do think he's going to have a monstrous game. Uh, he's fired up. Uh, I saw another tweet saying he was mad because he just wants to win. He's sick of the losing. There's, yeah, uh, there's it's like only a 10-minute interview with him, and he said... They know they have get yeah. these... They know they should have at least won one of those games so far. Yeah, they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be fine. But I mean, we're gonna get to that when we make our week three picks. Yep. In just a second after this next segment here about uh, Kevin Durant of the Golden State Warriors joking about joining the Rams. Um, I can't say I'm surprised that the snake wants to join the Super Bowl favorite. Probably get him, get himself uh, carried to another championship ring. Um, what do you think? I th- I, th- I don't know if he'd be able to play that well in the NFL either. I mean, he's tall. And lanky, but I doesn't. I don't think Kevin Durant's that strong. I mean, he'd probably be my ass, but compared to the NFL players, I think he, I think no, he'd snap his legs, his legs snap, on the yeah. first um, first time he goes over the middle. Yeah, it was obviously just a joke. One of those memes. He knew the meme yeah. would be getting tossed around anyway. Uh, that's just KD. That it's funny. Uh, I like seeing those things on Twitter. Uh, moving on though to our week three picks, uh, we got the Saints at the Falcons. What is your take on this game? Yeah, so before out. we get into that records after the last two weeks, I'm five four and one. You've taken the lead at six three and one. Uh, for the Saints Falcons though, 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. I don't. Uh, Matt Ryan had a nice game last week. The Falcons looked better. Uh, you can say the Saints aren't that good because they didn't look too good their first two weeks, barely beating the Browns. But I, I think they're going to be fine, and I think they're a better team than the uh, Falcons. Uh, I actually am going to disagree with you. I'm going with the Falcons this week. Uh, I believe the Falcons were 4-4 four for four in the red zone last week. I think if they can keep the offense rolling here, uh, get Julio mixed involved again, get the rookie Calvin Ridley in there mixed in the group, um, I think that they can put up some high points in this game. I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I, I just think Matt Ryan's going to have another uh, pretty big game this week. So uh, Drew Brees and the Saints are going to start 1-2. and two. All right, then we got an AFC South showdown between the Titans and the Jaguars. Um, I think this is an easy pick. I'm going Jags for sure. I think the Titans are a pretty solid team, uh, but they don't match up against the Jags. I don't think uh, Marcus Mariota is that good that he's going to be the type of quarterback that can put up points against that Jaguars defense. Yeah, I agree with you. Jags, pretty easy pick for me. Their defense is going to mob Mariota. Uh, they're going to keep him in check. He has an injury to his elbow. Um, he's probably going to end up playing this week. We'll see uh, if he doesn't. Uh, obviously, it's even more of an advantage for the Jags, in my opinion. And I just think that the defense at home, especially, is going to eat. All right, then uh, moving on, we've got an interesting showdown here. Broncos and the Ravens. Uh, Ravens had a convincing win week one against Buffalo, and they looked like shit on, uh, was it wasn't the Thursday night game of week two, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was against the uh, Bengals, who yep. I thought the Bengals were horrible. Uh, I like the Broncos in this one just because uh, I don't think Joe Flacco is very good, and I think Von Miller and that Denver defense are going to terrorize him. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos as well. I think that their defense, like you said, is, uh, give it a little notch over the Ravens' defense. Uh, I think Case Keenum can outplay Joe Flacco, especially if he plays anything like last week. And I think this is a little bit better of a defense than the uh, Bengals have. So I think they're going to have their hands full again this week. I'm going with the Broncos. All right. And then we've got the Los Angeles showdown, the Chargers at the Rams. Uh, Rams are the Super Bowl favorite right now, and they've looked really, really good through the first two weeks. I don't see there's any reason for them to slow down. So I'm going to go with Goff and the Rams again. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Chargers here. I'm going to take an underdog here. I think that they can make this uh, an interesting game if they hang in. Uh, with the high-scoring affair that I expect. Uh, Melvin Gordon, three touchdowns last week. Todd Gurley, three touchdowns last week. So both of their running backs can eat. Both of the quarterbacks can pass. Uh, it's going to be an interesting showdown. I do think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. Really? Both of the quarterbacks can pass in the NFL? Yep. Wow. Yeah, Phil Rivers, um, I think he's going to be charged up on the road here. I'm going to go with him as my, uh, my underdog here. All right, and then the Monday night game, we previewed this one a little bit. We've got our Steelers in Tampa against the Buccaneers and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I like the Steelers for the bounce back here. Uh, they get back on track at 1-1-1. and Like you said, I think A.B. is a good game. Um, I think James Conner is a good game on the ground as well. I think the offense overall, and I think the defense uh, is going to have a better game than uh, last week. I don't know if they're going to you know, shock anybody or blank the Bucks or anything like that. But I think they're going to be all right. Yep, I expect a high-scoring game in this uh, game as well. I do expect the Steelers, like I said, Antonio Brown to put up really good numbers this week, uh, along with Juju and James Conner. I just think overall that trio is going to put up big numbers again. And I think the Buccaneers are going to have good offensive uh, possessions as well. I think that they're going to score a few touchdowns, keep, keep up with the Steelers for the most part, but I think the Steelers are going to pull it out just a little bit late in the game. 
So uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers there. I think Fitzpatrick does have a pretty decent game and keep the job, though. Agreed. Uh, and moving on to our locks of the week. Uh, I haven't had much luck with this, but I think this week I've got it. I, uh, I have the Packers minus three against the Washington Redskins. I think uh, that's a pretty easy one. I don't think the Redskins are that good. I know they have Alex Smith now, but I just think Aaron Rodgers and the Pack uh, show up. I, I don't know if it is, is it in Washington. Yeah, it is in Washington. Yeah, I mean, so it's going to be a little bit tougher. The Redskins will have the crowd on their side, but yeah, I think... Yeah, you have to see Aaron Rodgers and how that plays out that game. That's true as well, but I do like the pack. Okay, my lock of the week is going to be the New England Patriots, minus seven, against the Lions. Uh, definitely lock it up for me. Uh, Tom Brady going to have a real good bounce-back game, especially after a loss. They rarely ever lose, so give me the Patriots, minus seven, lock it up. Um, and that's going to end the show. Okay. Yep, that'll be it for uh, episode three here of Sports Talk with the Aliens. I'm Alex again, eSports Alien on Instagram. And I'm Sports Alien on Instagram with a Z. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you back next week.